Yeah, what you are about to hear is a work of fan fiction. All characters and events and settings, even those based on the ones from World of Warcraft, are entirely fictional, and half of it was probably made up on the spot. Listening to this production indicates your consent to its terms of service, which we forgot to write down. Last time, our heroes found their way into the Dark Moon Fair and began a very deserved day of fun and games. They've been enticed by several games already and have been awarded some prizes, but there's a lot left to do. Let's check out what the players do next as we queue up for some more heroic dungeons and dragons. Okay, I'm gonna use my next target now. Let's uh, let's go for the furthest target because that's gonna give me uh, the most points. What it was else only... could you possibly win? Is there something else you, you yeah, can there's win? One more there's prize. one more. Um, based on what you said, is the close so the one that I hit before the medium one is twelve, and I need over forty points. You hit 45. the bullseye at the middle one, which is worth twelve points. The middle, the inner ring would be only worth. Uh, would be worth less points than that, and the outer ring on that target would be worth less points than that. Um, yeah. But they each each part of the target has its own armor class, so whatever you roll, I'm giving you the best version of that. Right, right, right. I gotcha. I'm just thinking that the the most the most points is going to be going for the furthest. For sure. It is. For yeah. sure. And right. keep in mind, you do have that bardic on you still. I do. So we're gonna do one roll at a time, and let's see what happens here. So. Before you even say anything. Mm -hmm, got you. Uh, 19. Will a 19. Uh, uh, on the farthest target, a 19 will just barely miss. Okay. Um, alrighty. Let's go again. I gotta hit a little bit better than that. Just barely missed. How about a 26? A 26 is a bullseye on the far target. That's 18 points to you. How did I get 30 points the last time? Uh, you last time 12 you had 12. Oh, it was 12 and 18. Got it, got it, got it, got it. So I'm still not going to get 40 at this point. Um, What is 18 and 25? It's less than 45, right? Yeah, it's two less than 45. Yeah, so then you can't hit 45 with what you currently have. Um, Let's... But now that you know Do. that the but now that you know that the armor class is greater than 19 of the farthest target, the next time you try to play this, you can use that information to leverage to work in when you're going to use your bardic. I think potentially that could be a way to win this. Could be. All right, let's do uh, the third shot here. There's the natural 20. <laughs> natural 20 is another 18 points. Uh, um. I am going to use uh, my. Uh, we're gonna. We're gonna. We're gonna. It's like, oh, it seems like there's one more bullet in this gun. Um, and and uh, action surge. Um, you know what? Why not? You're at 36, so you have to do another nine points to get there, right? If I'm doing my math right. 
to 45? Yeah. Yes. Um, and yes. if you're going to, let's say, um, let's say because you're going to use your action surge for it, that it, like, he as the guy running the thing, you're like, no, 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 no. This is, this really, that that was my second shot. Yeah. Like, and you've done so many shots up until now that he's starting to be like, that was your third. No. Was it your second? It was your, th- it was your third. Okay. No, I guess it was your second. Okay. That's fine. You burn your action surge. You shoot one more time. Uh, uh, slash roll 1d8. No, that one's going to miss. It's a 16. Darn it. I really don't want to have to that was take fun, everybody on to one more. You want to do right. one more and just roll it real like three times real quick? Like bang, bang, bang? Yeah, let's do sure, it. Sure, why not? All right. So we're going to down to 16 tokens. Does that give me another ticket? It was oh, 36. Oh, your total was 36? Yeah, you get another ticket for sure. Uh, here we go again. I paid another token. We're going to go, bam. Oops. Where are these shots going to? Oh, the furthest one. Because I want that grand prize. From behind you, you hear a little kid go, Mommy, how come he's taking so long? <laughs> uh, no, not again. Um, what was, what was the minimum? Armor class is 20 at minimum for the farthest target. There's two out of the three. Yeah, um, but that's not enough. Not that time. No. <laughs> keep, 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 keep you going here. I think you need to take a break from this game. I think Falkus is getting frustrated. You're st- the natural ones yeah. are starting to come out to balance all them hundred natural 20s you rolled earlier. I think it's time for a breather. Maybe come right. back and get the grand prize later on. I want the grand prize now. Okay. I'm not telling you what to do. I'm saying that the dice are telling you what to do. Sort of. Um, out of these, I think I got at least another ticket. I think you got two if I can. Well, the middle's worth 18. You definitely got two 18s and one that I think would have been more. Uh, yeah. So then let's say that after all that like rapid fire expending and all of the like, like I say, there's children waiting behind you in line. There's Butch is like, come on, I want to go do something fun. Um, you would leave with like an additional two prize tickets after all that. How many is that total? Okay, I have five tickets. I got more than you. <laughs> well, let's let's go see. Is there something something here for Ari? Is there a game for Ari? The drinking contest. I do not think the drinking contest would be for me. I feel like that's a butch thing. Yeah, right, I think- or, uh, we'll go do the carousel. Is there is there one that does like charisma? Does me shooting myself in with the uh, the cannon require a charismatic like landing into the water? <laughs> Actually, it's disappointing. You you think about it. First of all, you could absolutely play the cannon game. Uh, however, you think about it, and the thing that's like charisma based, you were told that uh, the show fight at the end is missing will- a drummer. I remember that. Well, the, the, the concert is missing a drummer. Uh, Elite Tar and Chieftain are here, and they would like to play, but they, they're, like, short somebody. Um, if only they had a bard. Yeah, no, I, I've already got that on di- locked out. Like, hey, I'm proficient in drums. We're going to talk to them in a minute. But Okay. Um, but more than that, the other thing is that the, uh, the arena match, the fight that was described in the very beginning, they were saying that it was going to be a good show and that, like, it was going to be for the audience and all these things. 
from a DM to players perspective, I don't think that the characters would understand what I'm about to say, but I think that the players would recognize a pro wrestling match when they saw one where like, yeah, yeah, it's a combat, but like it's a combat for show and for entertainment. So that is going to be charisma focused. You you would expect. Um, So like the finale of the day is going to be that. But the games themselves don't rely as heavily on it. I don't know if the if the games here really suit my expertise, but if we want to go shoot ourselves out of some cannons, I'm all on board for Let's that. Let's ride some rods. Let's get some of them tickets. I, I, I don't want her. What, what's her name? Cassie? Lucy? Who are we talking about? The the cute lady at the uh, at the uh, at the carousel. Oh, Katie. Katie. She can pack a punch. All right. Well, let's let's go get some let's go get some uh, 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 ride tickets and roll. Uh, what's that? I want the roller coaster and the carousel and the and the and, and I want in the shooter cannon and the and I just keep going. You know, I, I yeah. I'm I'm in it now. Man. Which drags the party towards some of the more exciting attractions like the carousel. Um, what? Uh, which one? Okay, of the you just named the carousel, the cannon, and the roller coaster. Where do you guys want to go first? Let's, let's start small with the uh, carousel. Okay. The carousel, you guys jump in line. It's real quick. You can pay the ticket. Uh, everybody deduct. If every if everyone is riding the carousel, everyone deduct a prize ticket from their inventory. Um, Ari, I don't think you actually have any, so you'll have to bum one off of somebody. Oh, we use prize tickets of mine. for this? Yeah, that's why they wouldn't let you in. You had tokens to buy your way into the games, but you have to spend a prize ticket to get into the roller coaster. Can't you buy tickets... Prize tickets are different than ride tickets. Prize tickets in my game are when you win <laughs> the, the games and then you get rewards for that. And then you can spend those rewards on getting prizes, souvenirs or entry into the carousel or the roller coaster. OK, no, I, I want a prize. OK, OK, so, so so I can resolve the carousel thing. Who's going on the carousel? I would probably skip it. No, now that I know that getting she just no. shouted from the kitchen, I will pay for Ari. So if you want to ride the carousel, Ari, you have a ticket. I'm good. The carousel would not be my speed. Okay. I'd look at it and be like, meh, I'll watch you guys. I'm looking at the cannon, and then I'm going to the roller coaster. Cannon, roller coaster. The cannon's a game, so we can go play the cannon game. We just need the, the Oh, that's game a game? Tokens. That's a ride yeah. and a game, huh? No, roller coaster, roller coaster, roller coaster. And I, I run to the roller coaster. And, okay. Um, yeah. The roller, both the roller coaster and the carousel. If this is the thing that turns you off from the carousel, the roller coaster costs a prize ticket to ride. No, but this one is not a child's ride. One, okay. one is one. One gives give, gives me maybe I can uh, get more XP out of it and <laughs> or something. That'll work out well for you in a milestone-based adventure. So, right. <laughs> Falkus jumps on the carousel. Butch jumps on the roller coaster. Ari, uh, Falkus volunteered to pay your way into this ride. So if you don't want to do the carousel, would you prefer to do the roller coaster? Or are you standing in the street looking at all the people? I would go on the roller coaster with Butch. Just yeah. to, cool. to watch and see how he does with the excitement. So I still paid for you. Perfect. So Falkus jumps on the carousel. Falkus, what, which seat do you sit on on the carousel? Describe to me what your mount looks like. I like the seahorse. I want the seahorse. You jump on this drab, 
partially painted seahorse that has no paint whatsoever on the seat and where the knees go because of all the rubbing that has happened. And you sit on this thing and it is going up and down and around in a circle, up and down, up and down and around in a circle. It's relaxing, it's calming, it's peaceful, it's restful. For the rest of the day, it takes you 10 minutes to finish a short rest instead of a full hour. Oh! Cool. Butch and Ari, you do not have that experience at all. You get on this roller coaster and you shoot off front. into oblivion. You're like twisting and turning. It's a wooden roller coaster, which means it's like you are like you go around this turn and you see at one point that the wood is held up by like a whole bunch of rubber bands, paper, uh, like uh, like hot glue and, and band-aids. But that's perfectly fine because you survived it. When you get off the ride, your heart is pumping. You're like excited. You're like on you're not on edge. But you're keyed up. You're like, you're ready at a moment's notice to do anything. For the remainder of today, you can re-roll your initiative rolls. Initiative rolls? Yeah, Ooh, if that's you roll initiative and don't like your roll, you can re-roll it. Okay. We gonna go fight a rabid bunny? Uh, no, Take because my game thing. is not derivative. Okay? You're fighting <laughs> a champion, a world-renowned, famous, legendary champion of the world. That's who you're fighting. If you choose to do the arena. If not, you can watch. Um, okay. What's next? Oh, man, I want to shoot myself awesome. out of a cannon. Ari shouts, I want to shoot myself out of a cannon and then runs toward a giant cannon. There is this little female gnome with like a giant beehive haircut, right? And she, she has this little tiny name tag. It says, uh, Cannoneer Maxim Maxima Blastenheimer. And <laughs> she says, Oh, hi, sweetie. Are you trying to get shot out of a cannon today? Absolutely. Climb on into the cannon. I am going to need a game token from you really quickly. Give her it. Thank Absolutely. you very much for your patronage. You climb your little took us up in that cannon. <laughs> um, you nestle into this. It's literally, it's a big cartoony cannon. And all it is in the bottom is like a place for you to put your feet. And she leans in over the top and goes, just scrunch down and make yourself a tiny little ball there, sweetheart. And then uh, as you're doing that, you feel. And you just fully bodily get shot all the way out of a cannon. You are tumbling through the air. You're going to need to make a series of checks to find Sweet. out if you. I'm so sorry. I missed a bit. She hands you a little wooden token with a feather drawn on it. And she says, when it's time, you have to use this. It'll slow your fall. You have to land in the big circle out in the water. You can't miss it. But most people miss it. I'm saying what you can't, you, you'll see it. You'll be easy to see. <laughs> you got to time it. You, do you understand? Absolutely. All right, here you go. Boom. And she shoots you out of this thing. Um, <laughs> you come flying out of the barrel of this cannon. You are all the way tucked up with your knees scrunched. And as you go, you are completely like disoriented. You're like, I don't even know which way is up. Roll me a constitution check to keep your bearings. I rolled an eight. Eight nice. is not good enough. You are tumbling sideways through the air. You're spinning around. You're not sure which way is up, down, left, or right. You realize that, like, you have to stabilize if you're going to land with any kind of grace. 
uh, go ahead and roll me a dexterity check to keep from tumbling wildly through the air. Because you failed the constitution check, the dexterity check is going to be with disadvantage. Sweet six. Nope, not good enough. You spread your hands and legs. You're trying to, like, catch the wind in such a way that, um, you know, you are able to stabilize and you just you you're doing flying cartwheels through the sky um in the distance you can see the water and you are starting to fall you realize that if you trigger the feather fall token too early you will way miss the target like you'll go way out over the water too far but if you do it too late you'll fall short so you have to like time it right that's going to be an intelligence check now, because you rolled, because you failed the constitution check and the dexterity check, this is going to be an intelligence check, right? With disadvantage and a minus three penalty. Cool. Okay. Wow. So we'll just go with the seven. Okay. Again, the this this game, the DC on all the checks was only 13. But you <laughs> weren't ready for it. You weren't ready. You you got into this thing and then suddenly found yourself. A, a human piece of ammunition and that's just not something that you you were immediately prepared for you uh hit the token at entirely the wrong time you i'll say that you hit it too late so you're you start to fall and as you hit it you're like oh i didn't hit it i should have hit it sooner i'm gonna land in the water but i'm gonna miss the target by like way too much you land in the water you are able to get back to the shore easily enough but you are like I either need to hope that no one saw that or I have to play it off like, yeah, it's just a party and I'm just being a big old clown and look how silly I am. Like you have to own it somehow in order to just focus. That, that was rough. Falcus knew where the ending point was. And so he made his way down there with a thing of popcorn. And he's just <laughs> sitting there on a bench, just waiting and just watching for Ari to show up. No. Falcus runs do. down the road. <laughs> as soon as she climbs into the cannon, Falcus runs down the road at the speed of cannonball and arranges himself with a bag of popcorn <laughs> that he produces from Hammer Space, and he just like watches Ari splash into the water. Um, Again, and s- <laughs> <laughs> so obviously I know someone saw it, but I think instead of like the class count, it will be more of the like intimidating, like don't you dare say a word about this. Like, just that air of, like, I know too many secrets about you. Oh, that's fine. This, this, isn't, this isn't to be shared with anybody. This is just for me. For me to personally enjoy. That's all. You gonna go get her? I shout from across the fair. I think that I, I just, you know, needed to clean off after some days in the Griffin and, and not having a bath. So I'm good. I'm clean. That was the point. Just to, you know, get a little shower in. Is anybody else going for a cannon ride? There are a lot of checks. It is not a ride, it is a game. Um, uh, yeah. Prizes and everything if you hit the target. Go, go on, Ori, try it again. I'll go again, I'll give her another token. Okay. Boom! You go. She gives you a, another feather fall, a one-time use, slow your descent thing. Go ahead and do that constitution check, because again, it's like very jarring to get shot out of a cannon. 19. Okay, we're doing better. You've done this before. You know how this works. You just have to like not spin like a like a like a crazy spinny cannonball thing and you'll be all right. You spread out a little bit 
to try to like stabilize and like get better eyes on the on on the water and the target and everything like that. Go ahead and roll me your dexterity check. Natural twenty. Oh my god, your arms and legs are not wide. Okay, you get fired out of the thing. Your body, which is tucked up with its knees all the way up to your chest, your hands wrapped around it, you spin in a perfect football spiral, and then arms and legs straight out, Superman pose, and you are, you may as well have cast the fly spell on yourself. This is perfect. You need to land an intelligence check to time the descent correctly. A natural 20, I have to give you advantage on the intelligence check. Sweet. Okay. So a 15 and an 18. You hit the feather fall at exactly the right time, but you don't change your body posture. You instead full Superman pose straight through this little circle of little floating like lily pads with candles on them, like a little big, (laughs) a big old floating circle, dead center, zero splash. And that's how it's done. That is incredibly how it's done. I have a little sign in my pocket. I pull it up and it's got 10 on it. Oh, <laughs> that's precious. What do I get for this? The cannoneer. That was fantastic. I knew I knew all it, all it took was for you to like, you know, get, get the hang of it. Now you're like an expert cannoneer. This is fantastic. Here, you need a couple of things here. I got to get you some stuff. Um, you get a a feather token of feather fall, um, which is going to allow you to feather fall in the future if you should ever need one. She also gives you two prize tickets and uh, she hands you a <laughs> like a like a little pack of like uh, it's it's like the 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 foil package, like a booster pack of like magic cards Ooh. or Pokemon cards or something. And as you open it, there is a dark moon card inside. <gasps> Go ahead and roll us a dark moon card check. It's a D8 and a D6. All right. So for the D8, I got a six. And for the D6, I got a two. Okay, two means that it is from the Warlords deck, so it is a six of Warlords. I will. I know Falcus has been keeping these, so I'll just kind of be like, ooh, looky here, and give it to Falcus. Six of Warlords, putting it away. Six of mm-hmm. Warlords. All right. I, I, I look at your popcorn. I'm, I'm, I'm going to get some grub, and I, I go up to um, number nine on the map to see what I can buy. Okay, um, number nine on the map is the food and drink stand. Uh, they are selling straight up carnival food. None of this is good for you. All of it is delicious and very filling. There's like, you know, hot dogs and hot wings. They got crunchy frog legs. They got funnel cake. This is like World of Warcraft carnival, so there's going to be crunchy frog legs. It's funnel cake. Um, there's like uh, sausages. There's candy bars. There's popcorn. There's cheap beer. Um, you oh. can get that by the by the by the glass or by the gallon. They have wine as well if you're that kind of that 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 type. They have something called the iced berry slush, which you're like, oh okay, this is like a fruity like icy frothy kind of alcoholic beverage. It works out great for like being someone who's just going to be at a carnival and eat terrible food. None of this is gourmet. None of this none of this has anything in the well fed category. But like, definitely makes sense. Like, there's big, big, hot uh, uh, pretzels, all that kind of stuff. So anything right. in that sort of like atmosphere that you want to get, you can totally get. Um, not far away from here, you see people uh, cheering for 
uh, the upcoming drinking contest where they're like, step right up. We ha- we need more people for the contest. We need more people for the drinking contest. Only one only one guy is here. He's going to win if you don't if no one steps up to him. Come on. We need more people for this. Oh, I hear my calling. First of all, hey, hey, sausages, get over here. They got something for you. <laughs> Is a From 75 episodes ago. <laughs> you talking about the fruity drink? No, it was sausages. Remember we used to call you sausages? And then, yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. Um, oh, but I, so I grabbed some frogs. Yes. Of course it is. Perfect. I any any food that you want to get here can be served on a stick if you want. They will sell you, they will sell you popcorns on a stick if that's what you ask for. So I, I grabbed some crunchy frogs and... Um, and, and, and walk my way over to the uh, drinking contest because they don't know what's coming. When you walk over there, you see that it is a series of tables that are set up next to some kegs and they're filling up some like mugs of beer. And then beyond the tables, they have a racetrack set up. And at the far end of the racetrack, they have baseball bats. And the, the, the barker here, uh, uh, this young female Volpira, I need more. Come on. I, are you? Look, you You seem thirsty. Come on over. You seem, and you seem like you can run. You got giant on like muscle legs. Get, get, we need you over here. Come over here now. You too. Yeah. Come on, skinny. Get your, put your food down. We need more people. I you know like, I'm crunching on a frog and I, you know, go right, right, go right up to her. Hey, look, listen, big stuff. Uh, listen, are you here for the, uh, you want to do the drinking contest? If so, we need you in line over there. We're going to okay. start in a few minutes. You can no feel line? free to finish okay. your froggy. That's fine. Um, get your friends involved. Come on. Everybody's going to play. Everyone's going to play. play. She's like doing the thing. She's doing Hi. the thing where she's like, she's doing the thing where she's like, come on, everyone's going to play. But like, if anyone actually gives her a hard no, she'd be like, that's okay, sweetie. You can go sit down over there. Everything will be fine. Like, she's not going to force anybody. You know, she doesn't want to make anybody feel bad, but she is excited to get this to be a group activity. Okay. So who, who's, who's joining me? Come on, sausages. Let's Fine. Go. Ari? I'll be there. Okay. All right. Um, there is another person in this race. You see somebody who is obviously, like, probably not an adventurer, not dressed with armor or weapons the way you guys are. He's just in, like, regular common clothing. But he's got a mug in each hand, and as he approaches, he's got this swagger on him, like he wins this race every year. And he's going... I cannot wait for you to lose to me in the drinking race. You're gonna be... I'm gonna... You seem like you're fine competitors. I don't mean to be mean, but there's, you're gonna... <coughs> you're gonna lose. Looks like um, you already got started, friend. <laughs> I came here for a reason. <laughs> the The proprietor of this event explains to you that the way the contest works is to start, you chug your beer and then you run all the way to the other side of the race you pick up your bat and you do your dizzy spins (laughs) after you're finished your dizzy spins, you run back to the table that is one lap, it's three laps, the first person back and finishes their last beer is the winner simple enough, right? I would like to turn into a worgen for this one Okay. You do that. Okay. Let me change your token real fast. Just, just, just 
I don't know if it'll do anything for me, oh, but... Are you getting serious here? I have a few more tricks as a worgen than I do as a human. Um, I mean, I, I don't have much to lose for a pop and rage. I don't know. I don't know what checks are going to come into effect. You mm -hmm. know? So, um, I, I have turned on rage. Okay. Remember... Uh, rage is going to last about one round uh, if you're not in combat because you do have to like take damage or attack people or something like that in order to maintain your rage so if you want to this is going to be something that's going to go over the course of multiple rounds so if you want to re-rage later on you can continue to like burn rages to keep that effect on but do keep in mind that it's not going to be persistent throughout the entire game I'm going to I'm going to take that back. I'm not going to use the rage. I will save the rage opportunity for later if I think it'll help. Okay. So, uh, if everybody is ready to start, everybody takes beer in hand but doesn't drink yet. The Volpira oh, at the end of the track holds up a hand and goes, All right, everybody, on my count, let's have a nice clean race. One, two, three, drink! Everybody roll me a constitution check, please. Ari got a 19. Focus with a 10. Hey, I'm the winner. I forgot uh, which thing I said, and I clicked the wrong thing. Let me just double check. Oh, I no, yeah. I did a saving throw. Yeah, I did too, but I did it before you, which makes me the loser. Um, <laughs> constitution check. So it's a, it's a check. Yeah, just a check um, for okay. this one. Con, con check. 13. Okay, so uh, Jinda's Barley Breath, which is my NPC for this encounter, got a 24. Wow. Falcus with a 10 and Ari with a 19, is that correct? Yes. Okay, that is going to be our initiative order for this combat. It's the speed with which you drink your beer is like the first person to finish their beer is obviously the first person to start running. Does that make sense? So yep. we're going to consider that to be our initiative order. Go ahead and roll for me an initiative really fast, and then we're going to delete those numbers and put in the numbers that we just rolled. Just go ahead and change that. We'll do a descending order. Okay, perfect. So the first person to finish their beer, suddenly turn and start running, is going to be this dwarven, uh, this dwarven drink master. He slams this glass down, turns around, and starts running, but dwarves have a movement speed of 25 feet. He uses his action and his dash. He can get to the 10-foot mark, but that's all the farther he can run on his turn. Ari, it is your turn. Okay, so I have a question before I do something. Yes. Would the spinning count as not moving zero feet? Because we're just moving in a circle. I will say no, because okay. the thing requires that you stand still. And doing dizzy spins isn't really the same thing as standing still. But drinking the alcohol, would that count as standing still then? I think it would. I'll give you that. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to use my running wild to get 60 feet. Okay. Or I can do action and dash, can I? Yes. So I'm going to do action and dash to get 60 feet then. Okay. You can totally do that. You get all the way to the bats. What you're going to do from the bats is start your dizzy spins. I need a constitution. I called for a check earlier. This is going to be a save. I need a constitution saving throw from you. Four. Four. Okay. 
that is going to have an effect. Let's make sure that we remember that. Um, at the start of your next turn, you're going to be moving again. Uh, I'm going to use these twisty lightning bolts. No, I'm going to use this little spinny circle thing to imply dizziness. Perfect. Okay. Butch, it is your turn. You just finished your beer. You have to move 60 feet. Now, your movement speed is 40, so action and dash, just like Ari just did, will get you all the way to the bats. It, around you, by the way, you hear, drink, 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 drink. Like, people are like, there's a whole crowd. People are losing their minds. Cool. You get to the bats. Let's go ahead and do your dizzy spins. I need a constitution saving throw from you, please, Butch. 18. Okay. An 18 will pass. You are getting dizzy, but you're not so dizzy that it's going to change. Okay. Dizzy, extra, especially like failing to dizzy spins here has another effect. You're getting dizzy, but like you're not getting as dizzy as Ari is getting. Okay. Uh, Falcus, it's you're up. What do you want to do? All right, I'll do the same. I got a 30 feet movement, so I'll get down all the way to the bats. Okay, roll me a constitution save during your spinny, your dizzy spins. 11. Okay, you are not handling this very well. You are getting really dizzy. Um, I, I think it's worth noting that m maybe someone we're listening to doesn't understand what dizzy spins with bats is. Okay, uh, dizzy spins is when you take a baseball bat and you bend over at the waist and you spin around the bat using the bat like to keep your head down. It is the worst. It's put, the worst. You put your forehead on the end of the bat. Yeah. And then you you spin around while bending over and keeping your forehead touching the bat. Yeah. It's the worst. It's the worst. On his turn, he's going to finish his movement to get to the dizzy spins. Uh, he's going to try to do that. That's going to be that con save. 14 is not a success. He is getting super dizzy. He moved 10 feet, so he still has an additional uh, 10, uh, 15. He has an additional 15 on this movement. So that would put him to here. Could Butch have moved some more? Butch does have more movement speed. That's totally true. Thank he you said for he was that. 80. So action and bonus action will put you to 80. So Butch, you would be able to move to the 40-foot mark. Uh, however, having just done those dizzy spins, here's the thing. You can run back normally, or you can dash back. Now, this is going to be still part of the dash action that you took earlier, so that movement you get, but it's going to be your turn in a minute here. It's actually going to be Ari's turn next, but it's going to be your turn in a minute here. Um, any more movement on this turn, we're going to have to make a decision as to whether we're moving normally or we're dashing because that's going to affect some stuff. So at this point, he is not uh, uh, Jindus uh, Barley Breath, our, our dwarven guy, is going to try to he is going to try to do a dash action at this point on his turn uh, to, to take an extra 25 feet. Uh, but it's going to have to take a... Uh, you see that he's like stumbling sideways because he's dizzy as heck. Uh, it's going to be a uh, an acrobatics check to see whether or not he can move or if he falls on his face. Okay. Uh, he rolled a 10. You see that he takes his movement and then as he tries to dash, he falls flat on his face. He is prone. Uh, on his next turn, it's going to cost him half his movement to stand up again. Uh, Ari... It is your turn. You have your running wild ability. Uh, you are dizzy. So if you try to run normally, 
and I will say that running wild, because it is not the dash action, it would still be in your running normally, you can run back normally. If you try to do a dash, it's going to take an acrobatics check, and because you failed your dizzy spin save, it's going to be a check with disadvantage. So you can. So if, I, oh, go on. You can either run thirty feet and stop, or you can run sixty feet by using running wild and stop, or you can run thirty feet and then try to use the dash action, and you might fall over. Can I? We've never had this situation before, and if we have, I don't remember. Can I activate running wild, do my sixty, and then dash to do sixty more? Since it doubles the movement speed, like I don't know how that works. We've never really had this situation. Um, let me look up because I based running wild off of the Tabaxi ability. So let me read the words on the Tabaxi ability. And if we can't, that's fine. I'm gonna use running wild to dash forward. I was just curious if I still had movement speed. You might. Yeah, you might dash. Yeah, you might. I totally get where you're coming from on that. Um, it's it was it was um. Feline agility was the original. When you move on your turn in combat, you can double your speed. Is that how it's worded on the Worgen ability too? Yeah, when you move on your turn in combat, you can double your speed until the end of your turn. Once you use this straight, you cannot use it again until you have moved zero feet on your turn. Yeah. Yeah, so you can do that. Absolutely. Um, cool. So moving 60 feet right now is not going to cost you any checks. Okay. You run all the way using just your movement to get to the beer. And I need you to drink the beer. Oh, on a success, you finish fast enough to dash to the battle on a failure. Okay. Um, okay. So you're gonna you're gonna drink your beer. You're gonna take a Constitution check. And actually, now you're on lap two, so I'm gonna indicate that somehow. Let's say that this fast snail is the lap indicator, and you're on lap two. Perfect. Um, go ahead and do a Constitution check to see how fast you can drink your beer. 19. Okay. On a 19, that is a success. You do finish fast enough that you have enough time left to do a dash. If you had failed that check, you would be taking too long to drink to do a dash. So, um, yeah, you can totally do that. You are, you can run normally to the bat with no downside. Dashing is going to require an athletics check or an, excuse me, an acrobatics check, or you're going to fall prone halfway there. So your full dash movement is going to get you there, but you do have to roll roll acrobatics. Eight. Okay, on an eight, you are full of two beers. You have done some dizzy spins. You get to the 30-foot mark, and you fall flat on your face. You are prone. You are, remember, because I don't have a a direction indicator on this, um, you are prone. You are on your way to the bats. Um, When you stand up from prone, it does cost you half your movement speed. Um, Butch, it is your turn. You did not fail your dizzy spins check, so you can run back using your normal movement speed of 40 feet and get to the beer. That is what I intend to do. So I will use my normal speed to get to the beer. Okay. Go ahead and roll a constitution check to determine how fast you drink your beer. I almost did a save again. Okay. A constitution check check 16 okay you pick up this beer you slam it bang straight down back onto the table you still have enough action economy in your turn now to do a dash at this point you've done one dizzy spin you successfully passed it but you it still makes you dizzy um and you've drank two beers so you can take a dash 
uh, but it is going to be an acrobatics check with the potential that you might fall down halfway there. Acrobatics? I got plus five on. <clears throat> okay. Okay, so I'm, I am going to take a dash. Eight. <laughs> okay, on an eight, you run all the way out to the bats, you go down, do the dizzy spins, you run all the way back to the beer, but you're like a little off kilter, you slam the beer, the act of spinning around, you turn around to look at the bats too quickly, you take off running, but like your body is still spinning and your brains are still spinning, you get, what is, uh, what did I say, halfway? Yeah, so you get to the same place that Ari is, you get halfway there, and then bang, straight on your face. You tumble sideways, you crash into the dirt, you are prone on the ground. I am prone. Falcus. That is my turn. You are at the Dizzy Spins bat. You are on your way back to the beer on the first lap. You failed your Dizzy Spins check. So what that means is uh, you can take your movement for free. You guaranteed make 30 feet. If you choose to dash, it's going to be an acrobatics check at disadvantage because you failed the Dizzy Spins thing or else you'll fall prone. So you can still get all the way back to the beer if you need to. But it, it would cost you the, the check for that. You said it's an acrobatics check with disadvantage. If you choose to dash, if you choose to run normally, you will not fall over. Like the risk is that if you fail the check, you'll fall over. And if you fall over, it'll take you half your movement speed to stand up again next round. So the math you got to do here is, do I want to bet that I can do the check or do I want to play it safe and like tortoise in the hair? This is essentially how this is played. Ooh. I'm going to tortoise in the Herit. I'm going to... Uh, no, no, I'm not. I'm going to acrobatics check. So it's going to be 60. I get all the way to the end. But now I got to figure out whether or not I fall prone here. Right. So at the end of your movement, like you you put a burst of speed in. You start to go over. To go do your acrobatics. Nine. Okay. On a nine, you get almost all the way to the beer to the point to where like you're physically in the right space, but you just biff it like at the table so you are on the ground um i'm gonna clear this for you because we're done with that thing uh you are on lap two now so i'm gonna indicate that with this tiny little two snail uh you are prone so we gotta remember to deal with that on your turn the dwarf is still on his way back to the beer he's currently in last place he uses half of his 25 uh, I hmm, let's just round that down. So he'll have 10 movement speed on his turn at this point. He is going to take the full 10. Why is he in the middle like this? It must have been because it was 15 he went 50 50. Feet. Right. So he had 10 and he had 10 left, an additional five. Okay, that's perfect. So for free, he can get to here. Now, if he dashes, he can get an additional 25 feet. But uh, we got to see if he is powerful enough for that. Has he even made it to the bats yet? He is on his way back from the bats, yes. Um, He does pass his ability check to do a dash, so he's going to move here's 10, 20, and 25 feet. He is uh, almost back to the bats. No, excuse me. He is almost almost back to the beers. Uh, Ari, you are prone, so your movement speed is 30. We're going to take 15 off of the top of that as you stand up. You can move 15 feet now uh, for free. If you choose to dash, that would get you the rest of the way to the bats and then a little bit further back from that. But it is going to be a acrobatics check if you choose to dash because you've got a bunch of beer in you now. 
Yep. Yep. I'll choose to dash. So my 15 initially puts me here. Okay. Um, acrobatics check of 19. Okay, cool. So you're easily able to do another 30 feet. So 30 feet after the dizzy spins would put you, um, yeah, so that'll be 15 and then 15 back again. So you'll be back in the same place. Okay, perfect. So now that you're back to the bats again, go ahead and roll the dizzy spins. Um, it's a constitution saving throw. Nine again. Okay. Mm. On a nine, you, that's a failure. Your run back is going to be with disadvantage. So let's indicate your dizziness. You can go like your dash you already took. So you're sort of like stumbling back from the bat. You get to exactly perfect. You get to there. You are on your way back to the beers. Uh, your next series of movement is going to be really difficult for you because now you are, you, you're two beers in, in the last few seconds and you've done two dizzy spins. Your body hates you. Okay. Oh yeah. You need to understand how upset your body is with your spirit. Okay. Butch, it is your turn. Same deal. Uh, it costs you half your movement speed to stand up. So that leaves you an additional 20 feet that you can move right now for free. So that's going to put you at, where were you? 30. That'll put you at 50. You'll have to do a dash. If you want to move forward, dashing during lap two is going to be an acrobatics check. I'm going to do the dash. 16. Okay, 16 is more than enough. Uh, So you were at 50. If you dash, that'll give you an additional 40. So that's 10, 20, 30, 40. When you're finished your dizzy spins, you'll be able to move back to the 30-foot mark on your way back to the beers. Uh, Go ahead and roll for your dizzy spins. I need a constitution saving throw for the dizzy spins. 22. Oh my god, you're killing it. Okay, normal dice at this point. So um, you get back to 30. Running back toward the beers at this point, Ari and Butch, this is going to come into play on your next turn. When you start your turn and you're running back toward the beers, um, running at normal speed without dashing is going to cost, uh, is going to take an acrobatics check to succeed. If you choose to run at half speed, you will be able to do that without rolling any dice about it. If you choose to run at full speed, full normal speed, you're going to have to roll some dice about it. And if you want to dash, that's going to also take an additional roll of the dice, okay? Because now you're so dizzy, you're getting so drunk, everything's happening all at once. Falcus. Wait a minute. Wait mm-hmm. a minute. Wait. So I did already roll about the dash. And Yes. So okay. this dash, okay. when, you, when you start your turn on lap two, running back to the beers from the bats... It gets harder to move. It's getting harder and harder as the laps go to finish your movement. Okay. And no one has tasted their third beer yet. Correct. As it stands, uh, Butch is in first place. Ari is not terribly far behind, uh, maybe about 15 feet behind in second place. Uh, Falcus is about to drink his second beer and start running, and Butch... Barley has not gotten back to the table yet for the second beer. So yeah, it's it's in order. It's Butch, Ari, then Falcus, then Jindus. Uh, okay. Barley breath. Falcus, it is your turn. You stand up from prone. You have 15 feet of movement speed at this time. First thing you need to do is chug your beer. That'll determine whether or not we can dash this turn. Uh, chug your beer. That's going to be a constitution check for me. A 19. Okay, a 19, you house this thing. You have enough time left in your turn because you drank the beer so fast that you can dash if you want to. So you can run normally to the bat. 
with no downside. If you choose to dash, it's going to be an acrobatics check or else you're going to fall down at the halfway mark. So uh, let's go ahead and the, like you get you get the 30 for free. Uh, 15, I stood up. Ah, yes. Thank you so much. You get to 15 for free. You can move an additional 30 at this time if you want to, if you succeed on an acrobatics check. Sure. And this is just straight up no disadvantage, right? Yeah, that's right. 23. Okay, awesome. Uh, You're at 15, so that'll put you at the 45-foot mark. I feel that it's the right thing to do at this time to remind everybody that they have class features. Jindis is going to, on his turn... I already blew my action surge. Oh, you did. Okay, that's... Okay, then you don't have class features. Um, He's going to... He's not prone. He's just slow, I think, right? I didn't mark him as prone. He is going to run over here. He's going to slam a beer real fast. Uh, he, <laughs> he fails. The dwarf fails his constitution check to drink That's a beer. Nuts. Incredible. Uh, it's never happened before in the history and time and space. He does not have enough time left in his turn to dash. So he moved 10 feet. He's going to move an additional 15 feet uh, to get to here. And then he's done. He's super dunion rings. Uh, Ari, you are dizzy. You failed the check for the dizzy spins, okay? You are on your way back to the beers from the bats during lap two. Okay, so if you choose to move 30 feet, it's going to take an acrobatics check. The DC, I'll be clear with everybody at this point, the DC for this is 10, okay? Then if you choose to dash, it'll be an additional acrobatics check. The DC for that is 13. All right, so you can go ahead. I will move Mm -hmm. normal. Normal, that's going to be a DC 10 acrobatics check. And I got 18. Perfect, so you can move 30 feet. Perfect. Okay. And then I will dash. All right. And I got 21. Incredible. So you are going to, um, okay, so you're dashing now. When you drink your beer, that determines if you have enough speed to dash on your next turn. To use the 15. Right. So you can use your 15, you can drink your beer, and you can return back into the race. You're now at lap three. You are going to roll a constitution check right now. It's a DC 10 constitution check. Uh, If you fail that... I got a 20. Okay. Never mind what I was going to say. You can move the remaining distance and then end your turn. Okie dokie. All right. Butch, at this point, it is your turn. Uh, you are half, you're 30 feet away from the beers. You're on lap two. You're headed toward the beers. You need to roll a acrobatics check in order to move 40 feet. If you want to dash, it'll be another check on top of that. If you want to move only 20 feet this turn, which would not bring you to the beers, but would guarantee that you definitely move 20 feet without falling over, you could do that instead. Dang, um... Do we know what the check is for just regular run, not dash? Regular run, it's a DC 10 acrobatics check during lap two. So all you have to do is beat a 10 acrobatics and you can get 40 feet of movement. A dexterity check. Uh, Acrobatics, yeah. Acrobatics (laughs) check. Okay, so I've got plus five acrobatics. So if I roll less than five. Yeah, you got to roll a five or better on the dice. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, I am going to uh, take that action. 14. All right, no problem. You can move a full 40 feet. That would put you, yeah, to the beers and then back to 10 again. I'm just going to move you to the 10-foot mark, 
and indicate that you're on your third lap so we remember where you are in space. Right. Go ahead. So, I, so I've necked my beer. Yeah, uh, so go ahead and do a constitution check to see how fast you can neck your beer because that's going to determine whether or not you have enough time in your movement to do a, uh, a dash action. Seven. Seven. It took you too long to drink the beer. You, okay. um, yeah, it's just, it, it's, it's hard to do this. You just, you take half the deep, deep breath in the middle of it. There's not enough turn time left in your turn now for a dash. You are on lap three. You're just a tiny little bit behind Ari, uh, but you guys are almost neck and neck. Like you're within five feet of each other. So this is awesome. Uh, Falcus. Except, ex- except we're on this round and she hasn't gone yet. So uh, no, because the, the 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 round starts with the dwarf. So Falcus is I the went last before you. Yeah. Oh, OK. OK. Uh, Falcus, you are 45 feet away from the beer. Uh, you're on lap two. Uh, you're running toward the beers, right? You just did your dizzy spins or are you yes. running toward the bats. Uh, I'm doing I just did my dizzy spins. OK, perfect. So you got to move a total of 45 feet to drink a beer so you can run. Your normal movement, which is 30, uh, if you succeed on a DC 10 acrobatics check. Okay. Um, you, t- you keep talking about um, class abilities, and I'm like, what are the rules? I was thinking on- about action surge. I was specifically thinking about action surge when I said that. But if you have something else, go for it. What are the rules on uh, summoning a slime on their side of the track? I didn't say that there were rules about summoning slimes on their side of the track. <laughs> that would be mean, though. I think Ari would be very pissed if I did that. <laughs> With the eyes raised. Keep in mind, <laughs> Ari is a full spellcaster. And if she chose to tidal wave you, I would not tell her no. <laughs> all right, I'll play fair, though. Um, all right, so... Or cheat! I don't care. It's a drinking game. Do whatever you want. I'm out of ideas for right now. <laughs> cheat. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's be fun. Because Butch puts in big letters in the chat. Cheat. Falcus, you have. You that's because no Butch wants to win. This. What's that? You have no way of winning this if you don't cheat. Oh no, I don't. I, it's not going to happen anyway. But I think it would just be fun because this is as 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 entertaining as all this is. By the third lap, this is boring. I got to throw a slime on their side, so I'm going to use the Uzatron. And um, discreetly, as best I can, I am going to... I mean, when you to... introduce an Uzatron before, into the story, it has to be used. Before you Uzatron, remind me, what is the action economy of the Uzatron? Uh, once per day as an action. Okay, so your dash is also your action. So if you're going to action this turn to do an Uzatron, totally kosher. Except for the fact that you'll have summoned a known monster into the field, but you're a bunch of adventurers. It'll be fine. Uh, in fact, it'll be a hilarious obstacle. Um, so do, totally do that, but keep in mind that it will prevent you from dashing. That's fine. Uh, yeah. So I'm going to uh, summon a, uh, a slime, a fire slime at a location of my choice within 10 feet. So we're talking. But like it's within 10 feet here. of you. Yeah. Okay. Like here-ish, like right in the middle. So right between, you know, Jindus and, uh, Ari's path on their way back for beer number three. All right. I go to my compendium and I grab my gelatinous cube token, which I deliberately did not delete because I knew we would need it someday. Uh, The wildest thing happens. Butch, you run out. You grab your beer. It's taking me a minute to get through this, but I'm sure everything behind me is just normal. 
you turn around, giant slime box right there, right over there, 45 <laughs> feet away from you. Um, and you, okay, great. Uh, that's your action. You still have movement. Yep. So we'll take the uh, 30 movement, which would put me, gosh, I can't do math here. If I'm uh, at 45 so at minus 30, it'd be at 15. So yeah. put me here. Uh, do roll that acrobatics check to make sure that you can pull that off. 19. The answer is yes. Yeah. No worries. You totally get there. You are within 15 feet of your next uh, beer. There is a whole cube behind you. On his turn, he is going to see that you summoned a whole monster and <laughs> turn and run. He is not in this game anymore. He is not an adventurer. He uses his full 25 feet of movement to move here, <laughs> uh, assuming he passes a check. This poor guy. 11. He barely, he is dizzy as heck. He's like seeing stars a little bit. Then he sees cubes and he's like sobers up immediately, dives over the fence, tucks nope. under like the big canopy that's like here. The map is set up to be like this little racetrack where there's like this canopy and there's all these things. There's like boxes and tables where people can eat. He's gone. He's been gone since yesterday. He is out of the initiative order completely. Uh, let's see here. Ari, on your turn, you are so wait running. Minute, stop. Mm-hmm. Does, does this does this Ari was number two, right? Yeah. Now I'm number. So this is the official. Yeah, the numbers are here. So we have 19, 13, 10. So this is the top no, of the round. This is the top of the round. Yeah. Okay. This yes. is the top of the round. Okay. No, if if she get, let, let's just say she gets there right now. Okay. W- would we still have to go through the rest of the round to uh like can she win? I mean, she can't, but like, I can win. I depending on how the dice roll, I have a chance to win. If she were to hit the end point on this round, she can't. But but and and then when it's my turn, I hit the end point. We're still doing it on the same round. Yeah. So is that a tie? I don't know. It might okay. be whoever drinks their beer faster. So like, yeah, if I could, drink it my could beer come down 16. to if it happens on the same round, it could come down to who has the best drink. Sorry, beer. is there a fourth beer? Yeah, at no, the end of at the end of the third lap, you drink one last beer, put it down, and when it goes down, that's the end of the race. Oh but my god! You're right. If that happens yeah. during the same round, I think it comes down to whoever has the fastest drink speed. Okay. 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 <laughs> I have not actually I'm, I'm yet. Just, I'm just like I, I, I understand that Ari. Is is technically ahead of me, and you're basically neck and neck. I'm you're just, within yeah. a few feet of being neck and neck. Yeah, but I just don't. Okay, I just want to make it clear. It's it's not clear. I <laughs> made this game up off the top of my head and did not test it. So no, uh, it's not clear. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm making it clear right now. So if we, yeah. <laughs> so one round is okay. Um, Ari, it's your turn. So there's enough space for I'm me to get really around this gelatinous cube. Oh, I Ari's really competitive. <laughs> yeah. Like, I know that about her. Yeah, for sure. There's enough space right here for me to get around. I have not used my running wild yet. I activated Worgen Farm, but I haven't actually used running wild yet. Oh. Okay. So I get 60 feet of movement speed at normal, which I know I have to roll an acrobatics check real quick. Uh, yeah. Which I got an 18. Okay. So I'm going to get... So this is 10, 20, 30... Five, forty-five. So okay, 45. B- bear in mind that the map is not accurate to the distance. 
uh, the lines that I, the football lines that I drew on the map are, but like if you grab a ruler and you, here, I'll show you, uh, this here to, oops, that's the wrong thing, box, ruler. Uh, if, like, you'll see here, this distance is not what it's supposed to be, right? Okay. So don't go by I'm what the rulers 15, say. I'm at 15, though. Yeah, so and it's 45 60 to minus the 15 end. is 45. Okay. So I'm going to get to the end. I still have 15 feet of movement speed. Okay. Um, you do have to run around the cube. Let's say that that costs you five feet of that. Perfect. I have 10 feet of movement speed. So I will do my bat roll. What is that again, Constitution? Uh, do dizzy spins. Constitution saving throw. Sweet. I've been getting nines. Let's get a three this time. Okay. Awesome. You are dizzy as heck. You spin around. You see five gelatinous cubes. You are... <laughs> You can da- you you have a little bit of movement speed left, right? You can make it to the ten, 10. foot mark. Okay. Yeah. So here. Fine. Um. You are. Wow. You're definitely within. If that's where you're. I mm, want to dash. Okay. Uh, <laughs> for sixty. Okay. Uh, uh. Are you are you staying in that lane? It almost seems like you're staying in that lane. Yeah, I'm trying to stay because when I measured it out and I saw Falcus do the cube, I secretly said a string of cuss words in my head because I'm competitive. But I noticed that Falcus put it to the right side or to the far side of the lane. So I'm purposely staying towards the middle to stay away from the cube. I wanted it right between the two of you, between Jindus and Ari is where I wanted it. He placed it. Yeah, we'll say that um, we'll say that it's in the middle of the lane that you were in. So if you want to... You, it would cost you, what did I say? Five feet? That seems Five, low. Yeah. That's whatever. It, it's the it's the thing I said. Uh, you would need to, you would need to. I would have to have 55 feet, which I would have with my dash. Um, I guess that's true. Yeah, I guess that's true. Uh, go ahead and roll you in order to dash. So uh, uh, dashing requires, okay, so it's an acrobatics check. It is with disadvantage because you're dizzy. Okay. The worst case, I go halfway and I fall prone. Like, that's the worst case at this point, right? Yeah. Yeah. 20. 12. Nope. So you are too dizzy for running. You are able to get a decent burst of speed, but it's mostly momentum. You hit the ground 10 feet that way and do a tumble roll. Uh, you're, you've never, your body has never been more upset with you. But you do avoid, oh, I didn't roll initiative for the cube. I guess I should do that. Um, incredible. Uh, all the way at the end of the initiative order. Perfect. Okay, cool. Yeah, you are prone. It's going to cost you half your movement speed when it, turn, when it comes time to stand up for you. Butch, it's your turn. I'm going to pop rage. Okay. And then I'm going to use instinctive pounce, which Beautiful. you can only use at the beginning of pop and rage. Mm-hmm. So, um... As part of the bonus action, yeah, you take to enter rage. Okay, popping rage is a bonus action, so I'm, I'm okay. It's a bonus action. Yeah, okay. Uh, uh, you can move up to half your speed, so I'm gonna move my speed 10, 20, 30, 40 gets me to the 50 foot mark, right? And then, um, so I've got, still have 20 feet left. So yeah. ten feet for the for the regular movement. Let's go ahead and start with the uh, acrobatics check for the regular movement. Dang it! Regular acrobatics, acrobatics separate. Eight. Okay, mm. you are going to fall prone uh, halfway through the movement. Halfway through the, the the sixty that I have. Yeah. So you were able to get 
to the you were able to get to the what was it 50 foot mark on half the movement yep with your bounce because it was it's no because you were at the 15 foot mark you did a total of 60 halfway through that is going to be 30 so the 15 10 20 30 so that would put you here you fall prone you can stand back up again for the other half of your movement speed so that would put you at zero movement speed but you still have an action so you can you can dash at this point to do an additional 30 uh, additional 40 feet that would get you to the bats and then somewhat back again where's Ari Ari is ahead I have Ari is on her way back to the fourth bear Ari is ahead of you but she is on her face on the ground she's prone as well yes she's prone you fall prone but during the same because you it's it costs you half your movement to stand up and you fall prone like if you fall prone during normal movement you fall prone halfway through the movement so you move half the distance fall down immediately stand back up again so you're on your feet you have no movement speed left on your movement but you could take your action to dash and that would get you the rest of the movement it would cost you a acrobatics check to try to dash I mean I gotta use an action right Uh, unless I'm you know throwing a knife at Ari uh, I'm gonna. <laughs> I I there's I got nothing to lose. Okay. I thought our goal going into this was to beat the dwarf, and I am learning so much about my fellow players at this point. <laughs> uh, I mean, I still got something else up my sleeve. I, I have something else up up my. Never never mind. I do too, but it's 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 contingent upon you failing this acrobatics check. Mine is contingent upon you. Uh, not sucking, which you do, so oh, it doesn't I'm, matter. I'm going to lose. Now I'm just having fun with you two. Yeah, now I wish I was closer to Ari because I <laughs> Okay, how is she getting past this gelatinous cube twice, by the so way? So it was it- minus, it would it would have taken her an additional five feet to do an aroundy move. I should like be to ten run feet outside further than I am. Yeah, she's supposed to be closer to the table right now. I don't now, like you She had you to take this. She had to take extra movement to get around it, and then extra movement to get around it again. Okay, I'm going to dash. Uh, okay, so that would be 40 feet. That would get you, there's 15 and then 15 back again. So 10 right here. So that would get you. Wait a minute. No, I haven't yes. made it to the bat yet. Right. You. It's 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 that much this way and then that much back this way again would be the end of that dash. Uh, to do an is... acrobatics check to yeah. do that dash? Yeah, she does. I'm just measuring it out so I know where everything's going to land. Okay. Um, okay. Go ahead and do the acrobatics check to make sure you stay on your feet for this. 15! Okay, yep, 15 is enough. I also need a dizzy spins check to make sure that the remaining movement that you have on your way back to the beers isn't going to be at disadvantage. So go ahead and roll me that constitution saving throw for the dizziness. Saving throw. Man, I got that plus six. (gasps) It is a seven because a natural one doesn't do anything. Um... Yeah. Okay. So on a seven, uh, you fail. Uh, The checks that you need to make to run back at this point are going to be at disadvantage. For the audience to know, Ari is now 10 feet ahead of me, running back (laughs) to her her final beer. And we're completely ignoring a cube. There's a monster on people the are screaming by the way the <laughs> rest of the people here are 
townsfolk and commoners. You guys summoned a whole monster in the middle of this race, and the like the people are like, oh god, a whole monster, and like people are running, and you guys are fully ignoring and just <laughs> racing past a jello the size of a house that is like slowly approaching. Like it's going to be its turn soon. Uh, it's going to try to get somebody. So like, that's in here. <laughs> but yeah, it's I, it's tight. It's neck and neck, except for Falcus. I didn't attack anything, so my rage would drop off. Yes, your rage drops off. Um, you're on your feet, but you're dizzy as heck. Ari is also dizzy as heck and is prone, and is like these last rolls on your on the last leg of lap three. The DCs for the running steps up again. So you guys keep in mind, warm up your dice. You got to hit some good numbers. Falcus, you are running toward the players right now, right? Toward the bats? No, I'm I'm going for... I'm on my way back right now. She says drink her you third have to drink beer. beer. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Um, so let's go like, ahead... Falcus is, is like 100 feet behind us. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, if you add it all up. But it looks like he's in front of us because he's so far behind us. I wasn't referencing the snails. I forgot completely that I put numbers on you guys for how fast you were. Uh, okay, great. So if you're trying to go to the beer, uh, you're 15 feet away. You can run, uh, let's see, running back at normal speed. Okay, yeah. Go ahead and roll a um, an acrobatics check. An eight. Okay. Uh, on an eight, your movement speed is 30. Didn't we just do this? Your movement speed is 30, which means you can move a full 15 feet before you fall over. And you fall over right at where the beer is. I don't want to go all the way to the table. I want to go five feet before the table. And I was going to use this negatively towards Butch. But now that he's on his way back to the tables, I'm going to use it positively. And I'm going to life grip him to me. Oh, God. <gasps> um, okay. So to clarify a couple of things, if you are not intending to move the full distance, you don't have to roll a check. Running back toward the beers in lap two at half movement yeah, speed does not two. require a check. Perfect. Yeah, that's all I want. So if I'm I'm at the 15 foot mark, I only got to move 10, which is going to put me still within 30 feet of Butch. At that point, I'm going to use my life grips, which will pull him to me, which 30 feet is the maximum. Um, and then I can, I'm just going to take them my last five feet and just focus, chill at the table, drinking focus, a beer. Focus. I'm not going to finish the last lap. Uh, okay. Incredible. Um, wild. So you do that. Butch comes flying up, let's say to here. Unbelievable. So it's going to come down. If I succeed, it's going to come down to who drinks their beer faster. Uh, well, we'll figure that out because it's the cube's turn next. Oh, the cube should go after the pedestrians chilling and screaming. They're the ones causing a ruckus. You're, you're, I'm just saying. You're, you're within. You're you like ran twelve feet away from the cube. You ran I'm fifteen feet away. You ran right Actually, past him and then fell down on the ground the way that a weak and vulnerable target might do. So, no to that. I'm going to pull up his character sheet real fast and I'm going to double check some stuff. He has a 15-foot movement speed, and then he can use his engulf I ability, you, Ari. which lets him move mm, up to half mm-hmm. of his speed. Uh, whenever the cube enters a creature's space, the creature must I make a dexterity like saving throw. That Falcus and I are supposed to be best friends forever. We're this supposed is... to be wingmen. And he goes and does this, 
and completely sabotages me because how cool would it be if the little human girl beat the big old bear that's supposed You're to be known for drinking? You're a werewolf right now. I'm still a little human girl. But no, Falcus is a traitor and I'm going to remember this forever. So organs don't forget. We're like elephants. Blame blame the DM for putting you on that side. You could have been on my lane over here. We could have swapped sides. But because you were over there with the other opponent, don't that's where the cube went. Me into your fa- I didn't do any of these things. You, you could have aimed this the so it was <laughs> All I do is put stuff in front of you that you guys engage with. If the way that you engage with it is I take this monster and throw it at my friend, you can't put that on me. I feel like the cube and I are 20 feet apart, by the way, because he's in the middle of that lane and I'm in the middle of this lane. Yes. I'm just going to say. Yes. It's, I, okay. I'm going to put it at 20 feet. The issue is that it has a movement speed of 15 feet, and then it has an ability called engulf. The ability <laughs> is on his action, and the engulf ability starts with the cube moves up to its speed. So if it moves and then engulfs, that's 30. But it's distracted by all the yelling, no, 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 so no, it's it can't going, engulf. You, it's, it's not distracted by yelling at all, it, because you ran past it and then fell prone the way a weak target would do. Can't roll you me do like a, a Roll me a deception check. You might be dead. Things? You might have died. It's hard to know. Let me yes. I am playing dead. I am playing dead. I notice this cube and I realize my mistake, so I'm playing dead with a 17, baby. All right, it's gonna roll an insight check against that. And come on, be stupid, we'll cube. Figure this out. Insight is a wisdom check, right? Be stupid, yes, be stupid. You dummy. Two. Okay. <laughs> so it slurps off that way. At somebody who is screaming, probably Barley Breath. It's chasing Barley Breath down. This is perfect. We'll save him in a second. We'll save him in a second. second. It is your turn. At the top of your turn, you lose half your movement speed because you have to stand up. So that's how we start. You are 25 feet away from the nearest beer. Your movement speed is 30. You are on lap three. You are running back toward your beer, which means running back at Half movement speed is going to take a DC 10 acrobatics check. Running back at normal movement speed, which would get you to your beer, is going to be a 15 acrobatics check. Sweet. Let's do the 15. I ain't got nothing. Like, there's nothing at this point in time. Okay. Dice cuts. 12. Incredible. So uh, that would have been with disadvantage anyway because you failed your dizzy spins. I'm just looking at the marker. 10. Perfect. 10. Um, so I will say that on a 10, you can move... 15 feet and not fall down so you're at 25 now you're going to be at 10 if you want to use your action to dash yes that is going to be a dc 18 acrobatics check or else you're going to fall down down. am i at disadvantage or is it just straight up one roll uh you're still in the same lap as the failing the dizzy spins it's with disadvantage i will say this this is breaking the rules but it's exciting, and I want to amp up the tension. Normally, you cannot bardic yourself. Can I bardic I myself? I will let you bardic yourself for this, Done. because that's hilarious. Okay. <laughs> okay, I need 18, which means I need to roll a 4 to get 10 to get 8. Okay. All right, here we go. This is a disadvantage. I rolled a 17. At I'm bardicking, and even if I roll a 1, I'll... 
I wrote a 23, so even if I do a bardic with a one, I got an 18, I'm up there. So it's how fast can I drink my beer? Am I gonna beat Butch? Okay, so now at this point, when it's Butch's turn, it's gonna be a step to walk up to the thing. So both of you approach at the same time. You both grab your beers at the same time. Here's how it's gonna come down. I need a constitution check from both of you. And And with no modifiers, no tricks and no nonsense you've done enough of that (laughs) it's just it comes down to the one who has the best belly so i I am innocent neck this i know this is falcus's fault neck this beer the three people in the crowd are still cheering everyone else is like (laughs) we have to get like pitchforks or something there's a cube over there Okay. Okay. All right, you ready? You guys are just partying. Okay, <laughs> let's do it. It's the and remember, it's not a save; it's a check. Constitution check, winner take all. I got I got plus three con. I have plus one. I'm not winning this, but it was worth it. Oh, all right, that's not what the you dice still have say. A bardic inspiration on yourself. No, I used that no, already because I had to. Yeah, yeah, I used it. All right, shut up and three. roll. I got a twelve. <laughs> <laughs> I just wish that more people had seen it because like I said, a couple of the drunker patrons are still like, yeah, the wolf one did it. They beat the bear one. And how come everyone's running away? There is a full cube here. Um, I will say, okay. Gelatinous cubes are uh, not terrifying monsters at your level. This is a challenge rating two creature, which means that an adventuring party of level two could defeat it without too much trouble. You are also very proficient in ranged nonsense, and all it's going to take is a couple of shots to destroy it. So I'm not going to run a whole combat encounter to save the world from a gelatinous cube. (laughs) This is just, we can be done with that. You guys are like, all right, now that we've necked our beers and terrified all these innocent people, let's go ahead and kill this cube real quick. So you're able to do that. It's going to take you all a moment to work off your dizziness and the adrenaline from the whatevers and all the stuff. <laughs> Everybody's super thankful for you for destroying the problem that you created for them. And then the Volpira uh, who was running the show goes, okay, so uh, that was not supposed to go the way that you guys made it go. Uh, I do want to thank you for putting on a hilarious show, though, because, like, we don't see that all that often of what happened here. Normally, what we would do is just award the winner a prize and then say goodbye to everybody. But since you guys had such made it such a show, what we're going to do is still we're the the winner is still going to get the grand prize. okay? but we also do have a couple of extra uh, 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 prize tickets to give out as well. So what we'll do here is. All three of you can add two prize tickets. And the winner of the drinking contest, Lady Arimisa of Gilneas, is able to also add to her inventory an amulet of the drunkard. <laughs> Which actually is a pretty decent item. If like I'm pretty I, I don't think it's like attunement. I don't think it requires that. I think you can just have it. That's the one that gives you health back on drinking, right? Yeah. You can regain. I would give this to Butch anyway because he's probably going to drink more than anyone. So for me, it's just the fact that I know I won. Oh, no, wow. No, 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 no. This is, this is good. You should have it. Look, it says you can regain 
4d4 plus 4 hit points. Oh, that's really good. <laughs> when you drink a pint of beer, ale, alcohol, once the amulet has restored hit points, you can't do it again till the next dawn. 4d4 plus 4? Yeah, it's like so a... Uh, it's, it's minimum It's like a second level points. healing potion. That you can use every day. I mean, how many amulets can one um equip? I don't think there's a limit on amulets. You can just be, like, decked out in amulets. Get the bling bling, baby. Oh, I never use this. I have one that says, when you make an attack roll while wearing the amulet, you can forego rolling the d20 to get a 10 on the die. I always Oh, yeah, the that. clockwork amulet. Yeah. Um, the flavor flavor amulet. It's, uh... No, man, you you you. What would you get? Are you won that fair and square? You won that fair and square. But now we're, make, we're gonna make a drinker out of you yet. A ten on the <laughs> die, Butch, would be a seventeen attack roll. So if you know their armor class is seventeen or lower, you would be able to use that ability to guarantee a hit. Oh my god! Because you, you add your it was bonus 10. to ten. No, it's ten on the die. I thought it was ten. That's why I've ignored it this entire time. Yeah, it's ten. So- it's ten plus your attack modifier. It's only one. You only can do it like once a day. It's not that game breaking. But like if you know you have to hit and you know their armor class is 17 or lower, you can say, all right, I clockwork amulet. I take a 10 on the die. That puts me at 17. I hit. I've had this for a very long time. And I thought, well, I mean, I always have, you know, didn't pay any attention to it. Yeah. Because I, oh my God, I, I'm going to put it, I put a note here going, remember you have clockwork amulet. What a race! After something like that, I wouldn't be surprised if our heroes had to take a quick breather before heading off to their next event. Also, since they do have some prize tickets now, they might be able to get some cool prizes. There's still a lot of fun things left to see here at the Dark Moon Fair. Let's check it out next time that we queue up for some more heroic dungeons and dragons. Please follow us at twitter.com slash heroicdnd, where you'll find our players' social media info and a link to our Discord server.